podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Great to have uh, Malik Scott back on the channel. Last time we caught up was in person, of course. Um, yeah. How's life, how's life treating you, Malik? Oh, good, man. I'm extremely grateful, as always, Umar. Um, you know, uh, going through my trials and tribulations like we all are every day, you know, fighting the things that, you know, uh, have intentions on keeping us back. But that's a part of the process. And I'm enjoying my journey as a trainer, waiting for um, some big things to happen with Deontay, some big things to happen with uh, Jura Washington. Um, I'm training uh, 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 Temper, Tommy Temper from the FaZe Clan, like my little brother. So I'm training him as well. I got a young heavyweight named Daniel Whitney. You know, just a lot of guys, you know, just coming up under me. And I'm trying to, my whole thing is to build like a heavyweight compound. Like, you know what I mean? Like the old school days. Yeah. And um, and just do nothing but round robin on sparring day. And on, on sparring day, you know, teach my guys the fundamentals on the floor. If I'm not teaching them the fundamentals on the floor, I'm doing what I'm doing now. If I'm not interviewing Umar, I'm film studying. And if I'm not doing that, I just want my guys all in, you know, this boxing cocoon so we could build some, you know, good fundamental fighters and some great champions someday. Well, that sounds very interesting. And of course, we'll come on to Deontay. That's uh, mm -hmm. the main topic of conversation with yourself. But we saw a bigger twist in the heavyweight division last night. And I know yes. you're someone who's uh, watched Joe Joyce very closely, big admirer of Joe Joyce. Uh, yes. Suffered his first professional loss. Uh, just get your immediate thoughts uh, about his loss to Zhang last night. Um, I, I don't think Joe underestimated him. I don't think that's what it was. My personal opinion, um, I like Joe bigger. Like, he's someone I do like bigger. I Like, when I seen him on a scale, I was like, geez, he looked in great shape. Um, They got him in some great shape, but I believe, you know, size, the size different matter with a style like Joe because of the punch intake. You know, he's always taking punches, so him being lighter than his normal weight may take something away from his punch intake. And I believe it did. I believe you give me a bigger Joe Joyce, um, the fight is still competitive, but the punch intake would be a little bit different. I've seen Joe get hit by heavy punchers, I see fast punchers, awkward guys, but I've never seen nobody that was able to rattle him that early on. Like, you know what I mean? B.Y. Jennings hurt him to the body one time. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that, but um, it was it was a tough night for him. Uh, I, I was extremely happy with the stoppage because Joe has a, a huge heart. He'll keep going until someone's saving from himself. And, you know, a huge shout out to Zhang. Um, he was big. He was imposing. He didn't come there to make sound agreements. Um, I'm extremely, extremely proud of his head trainer, Sean George, who uh, I went to school with in Marquette, Michigan University. And Sean has always been a student of the game, a former fighter, a high level fighter. So to see him getting his just due, um, you know, that's always, always a good thing for me seeing young trainers come in the game and, you know, make a stand for themselves. And that's what Sean is doing. So I'm proud of him. And uh, I love you, Sean. Malik, I haven't watched the fight back on television yet, but watching it mm -hmm. from ringside, I mean, Zhang just couldn't miss with that backhand all night. It was it was just landing on Joe's face uh, every time he threw it. Were you surprised, yes. especially with um, him being a stone lighter than the Joseph Parker fight? This is Joyce. That I, 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 I was just, I was a little surprised it was happening so early. Zhang is a big guy, like, you know what I mean? And uh, he's a southpaw. And he know how to get on a certain angles to deliver the southpaw best punch was the straight left hand. And one thing I liked about him too, uh, the, the way he was fighting Joe, he wasn't making silent agreements. He wasn't there to, uh, you know, be a part. He was there to, you know, actually take over. Like you know what I mean? And and you've seen that 
at times when he would clinch. And he wouldn't really allow the clinching at times. Sometimes he went for the clinch, but sometimes he would push Joe off of him. And I believe that right there was a mentality of to let Joe know that, you know, no, I came to win, not make a silent agreement with you and give you your way. So not just it wasn't his just his left hand and his good angles and him being big. It was also his imposing mentality that got him that victory last night. Like, you know, he didn't come to make a silent agreement. He wasn't, you know, come to be a part of the show. He came to take over the show. And, you know, kudos to him. He did a good job last night. With that backhand, though, of Zhang's, I mean, an obvious thing would have been from Joe's perspective is to, you know, offset that and, and you know, just maneuver him uh, around the ring and, and, and go side to side as as you would with a southpaw. But Joe was just walking in straight lines towards him. Did that surprise you about Joe last night? Not not at all, because that's the, that's the Joe Joyce way. Um, um, think about a time that you ever seen Joe really actually have to move, even when he beat Dubai, which is a left-handed educational fight that I believe all fighters should look at on how to beat someone with just a consistent and simple jab. Even in that fight, Joe's movement was... But, but Joe has awkward movement. It's not really like... Um, in flight kind of or making a guy miss just enough to make him pay he um um he's a he, he's a tad bit awkward like you know what i mean the way his movement go yeah. and to me to offset punchers like jang or uh big punchers you have to it's a certain way you have to move it's certain steps you have to take and it's a way that you do the things and um he just wasn't able to do it but the, the real important thing is it seemed like he made his mind up that he was just going to do it his way. And that was to come forward way. That was to not after you punch, don't act like the world owe you anything. It's your job to be defensively responsible and move your head after you punch. Because why? Big Zhang have arms and fists and he want to punch you back. The world doesn't end because you hit people. Like, no, no, no. You got to hit people. And if they're still there to take some more, they want to give some back. You have to be defensively responsible. Joe Joyce wasn't doing none of that last night. But then again, I can show you tons of fight when he was successful with that same format. And what does that say? Well, that says that once you reach the high, high levels in boxing, you can have a great chin. You can have a good engine. Someone is going to have your number someday. And how you deal with that um, and how you adjust to that uh, uh, uh those type of trials, it determines the type of fighter you you are technically. Can you adapt to style? Can you adapt on the button? Can you um, or can you deal with any type of size? That's the first time I actually seen Joe in the ring with an imposing big heavyweight. Dang Dubai is big, but he's not imposing. He doesn't have an imposing mentality. He come across like he's mad that he's that big. No, Zhang is a happy person, and he that he's that big. And they showed last night, like you know, I mean, he wasn't second guessing himself. Joe hit him with some good shots. Um, he took the shots. He came back with his. You know, it. You know, it was a good fight for what it was. I think Joe should take the rematch, but in my opinion, he should take a fight in between, then take the rematch if it's still available. Because I'm sure Zhang and him is going to want the Furies, the Wilders, and the Anthony Joshua's of the world now. So we'll see the availability about it. Well, Joe has got a rematch clause, so if he wants to activate it, he, he has that option. So from what you're saying there, we I know exactly what you're talking about. In the Dubois fight, we saw that sort of jittery, awkward movement from Joe, and he was doing it constantly in the fight. Do you think yeah. that he can make, if he does activate the, the rematch clause, do you think he can make uh, Zhang fall short with that left hand with his jittery movement? Yeah, but then that's something that you'll have to do for 12 rounds, and we're in a heavyweight division, so... I mean, if you can't do it for 12 rounds and Zhang start getting the rhythm on, on you, he start making contact with you with that left hand. 
then are you going to fall apart at times? Are you going to be hurt? Because now we're talking about Joe's adjustments. What about, it's so many adjustments that Jane can make too. There's so many opportunities that he had last night to close the show a little bit quicker. The doctor stopped the fight last night. And I feel as though um, Jane at times, he wasn't stepping on the gas when he could have. This time Joe was hurt. Joe was acting lackluster, but Zane didn't step on the gas as, as if he's not like, someone that could smell blood or a good furniture or, or the likes of that, you know, so to speak. But um, there's so much that he could take from that fight for the rematch. And, uh, talking about Sean George and Zhang, and there's so much that Joe Joyce, it's an, up, it's an uphill battle for Joe, in my opinion, in the rematch. Um, Zhang can actually do things to make his victory a little bit better, depending on how Joe wants to train, depending on do, do he want to uh, buy, buy into a game plan, not just have one, buy into it. So that means you and your team come up with a collective game plan and you're not just doing it because, well, this is the game plan we came up with, so I guess I got to do it. No, you have to buy into it mentally, physically, spiritually, and everything and say, no, I believe in this because this is going to work and this is going to beat this guy. If he doesn't buy into the game plan to beat the necessary opposition, then, you know, it may be worse for him next time. But I'm a huge, huge um, advocate and, and believer in Joe Joyce. Like, you know what I mean? It's no secret that I believe he has an engine like no other. Um, uh, he's, he's a bit strange with the mentality. I love strange, though. I love, you know, weird people and people that are awkward and uh, uh, people that make it work for them. And Joe has that. He has all the attributes to put up a, a, a more gallant effort the next go-around. And I think the next go-around is going to be a lot more entertaining fight. Um, I also believe they don't go to distance. I believe uh, Zhang and Joe Joyce, uh, they jail together that it'll always be a stoppage. Who would get stopped or who would get knocked out? I don't know. But we've seen uh, if you can continue to take take Zhang punch and continue to be in his face and continue to uh, aggravate him and show stubbornness, we it, 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 he's he's has fights when he's kind of fell apart. And if Joe and them want to take something from that and actually make him fall apart and actually you know look for his soul and look past his flesh, then that's adjustments that they're going to have to make spiritually. When I say they, I mean in Joe Joyce. This is a mirror issue. He have to go home and say, I'm going to look in the mirror. This is what I want to do. And this is what I'm going to do if the next time we fight or when we fight. But he has a rematch a rematch clause. Um, yeah. I'm sure, you know, Joe is super competitor. He has a heart of the line. I'm sure he's going to take the rematch. And when they do, you know what I mean? I wish him nothing but the best, man. So if you were in his corner for this, how, how would you approach a, a rematch with Zhang? If I'm if I'm Sean, uh, uh, no, not Sean, because Sean is with Zhang. Um, Ishmael. If I'm if I'm Joe Joyce, I get with God. This, this is crazy, man. I don't know if it's up. Um, you gotta, you know. He he gotta almost become Israel Adesanya in the rematch. He have to really hunt. He has to really hunt, Jay. But you can't hunt him walking straight forward. You can't hunt him being irresponsible. You can't hunt him with the mentality like, I'm Joe Joyce. I got a chin and an engine. Can't no one knock me out. I have to live up to this hype of being indestructible. No, leave that alone. Let's accept some humility and say, no, if I don't do this, I'm going to lose again. Whatever it is I have to do to beat this guy to not lose again and come back and get it in blood, that's what I'm going to do. Him, his team... They all have to come up with that together. Like, you know what I mean? But if I'm Joe and I go in there with Jane the next time and I have the Joe engine and the Joe chin, I will be more responsibly defensively and I will go to Jane and I won't go and get it. The the, the errors in Jane 
I would go and test those immediately. There's times that he's ran out of gas late. There's times that lesser opposition than Joe Joyce have gave him problems. There's so many times he's gotten hit after he punched people. So, that I mean, at times he's not that defensively responsible. You got to drill, drill, drill. And I don't just mean physically, I mean mentally. And I think Joe got to take himself to that dark place now. And that dark place determines if he's able to take Jang to that dark place and get him out of there. So, we'll see. The heavyweight division is, is alive and well, man. So, you know, it's good. And uh, uh, a new blood just came into the to to the high level last night, which is Yang. He beat Joe Joyce. Um, I don't know what their plans is, but I'm sure they're going to be looking for big, big fights now. Uh, Sean George and Zing team. And they deserve it because they pulled off the apple cart last night. And um, like I said, I'm proud of Sean George. And um, Jane did a good job last night, man. So that afternoon, we'll see what Joe Joyce do or what decision that he make, man. But is he okay? Uh, he was at the hospital last night. I heard. How's the eye doing? Yeah. So we we found out this morning that uh, all the checks went well at the hospital, and there's no fractures in his in his eye. So that was good to hear. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. good. Live to fight another day. Live to fight another day, brother. Absolutely. When when I look at the elites of the heavyweight division right now, obviously I look at Tyson Fury, I look at Deontay Wilder, I look at Alexander Rusik. With Zhilai Zhang, I know styles make fights, but would you believe with that crop he can he can really mix it with those three guys? Uh, I know for sure he can be present there, and if any of those guys make a mistake, he could um, he could take advantage of those and probably take advantage of some loopholes. He's not far from the mix at all. This is a big, big, big a strong, powerful southpaw, but there's loopholes in them. So that makes the division even more vulnerable and it makes it even more entertaining because the vulnerability of them. So it's good, man, but we'll see. But, you know, Umar, like if you constantly getting hit with right hand by anybody and then, you know, you talk about fighting Deontay Wilder, the math of that just doesn't even go together to me. Like, you know what I mean? I, I just wouldn't even know. I, I don't know how to do that kind of math yet. I'm a simple guy. One plus one is two. You get hit with right hands, you can't beat Deontay Wilder. That's just how it goes to me. How is he doing, Deontay, at the moment, Malik? Extremely blessed, man. Doing very well right now. We've been back working out, as you guys can see. Um, he's in great shape. Let me, let me, hold on. Let me calm down. He's in very, very good shape. Uh, he have, He's not in great shape yet. Um, he's uh, 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 sharp yet, but he's not as sharp as, as you know, I'm going to have him. For fight time, but um, he's very well, man. He's excited, you know. What I mean, he's ready to get back in the ring, and um, more important than anything, he's healthy and ready to become two-time heavyweight champion of the world. And I love the energy that he's on right now because you know when he's in this kind of energy, you know, I'm like a kid in a playground, a kid at the candy shop because you know, like, look, you see me, you know, I'm 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 geeking out, you know what I mean? So <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, we got some options, as you all know. Some very, very, very big options, you know, uh, the talks of the Usyk thing, you know, we'll see, if, you know, that that can possibly happen. You know, Ruiz is always on the menu because it could because of the connection, the PBC connection. Um, um, there's a few things. Uh, there's a couple guys, but a lot of people be wanting to know who Deontay fights. So who is Deontay going to fight? And I always say, well. He's high level boxing. He's he's he, he's big time boxer. So it can only be one to three guys, maybe. Like you know what I mean? It's not, like Deontay, in my opinion, since the level that he's been on now, he's never fought a uh, Franklin. Like he's never he's he doesn't go that. I ain't gonna say 
that I wouldn't say that low because Franklin is a very good fighter and I call him like one of the best blue collar style workers of today's boxing. So I'm not saying low like Franklin is nothing, but I'm saying as far as the numbers and contender wise, like Deontay isn't looking to fight those kind of guys. Like, you know what I mean? He's looking to fight, you know, the Furies, the Usyk's, you know what I mean? The, 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 you know, yeah. Yeah, Andy Ruiz and stuff like that. It's easy. It's easy to to know who he's getting ready fighting because you just look at who's at the top of the game in the heavyweight division. That's who Deontay is trying to fight, or that's who's trying to fight Deontay. Well, Malik, let me ask you. We heard, um, you know, rumors about potentially a a multi-fight deal being on the table from Saudi Arabia, where that involves Mm -hmm. Wilder and Joshua, uh, Fury and Usyk, and then the winners fight each other next year, which all sounds ideal so what can you tell us as Deontay's trainer about that that right there Saudi Arabia to me is the threshold of opening up what boxing really is about to be on a high 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 stage in extreme incredible revenue like the the doors that they're opening up not just for boxing but entertainment wise is is remarkable and um I'm on the inside of the meetings um uh Deontay has me sitting right next to him when we go in these meetings and um, I'm hearing and I'm learning and we're putting things together and um what I can say is the things that people are hearing that is not fit to negotiations have begun um not with certain fighters or with certain things but the negotiations is definitely intact and those those fights that people are mentioning and those uh, uh what, what would you call them those are uh, you could say you know um those uh those headlines and those big cards right there of ultimate fights because those fights you just named that Saudi is going to do is ultimate fights that type of boxing is about to be back on the menu and I remember at one time Don King used to do fights like that here in the states where he'll have five blockbusters all on one card this was this one Terry Norris will fight Simon Brown then uh, Julio Cesar Chavez will be fighting John Duplessis. Then Julia Jackson will be fighting Terry Norris. And the main event would be Tyson versus Ruddick, something like that. And on the under undercard, it would be like the return of Roberto Duran. Like, remember those cards? This was a thing at one time. Saudi Arabia is doing things like that. And um, uh, the negotiations is just true, man. You know, everything is getting together. We're going to see uh, what happens. We're going to see. Uh, what fighters really want to fight that's that's at that level. And the ones that do, Deontay is going to knock out and become two-time heavyweight champion of the world. So, you know what I mean? I, I can say that those rumors are true. Negotiations are going on. And um, big fights are going to be happening, not just with us, with a lot of top fighters at the, in the heavyweight division in Saudi Arabia. Well, that sounds fantastic. And as I said, the one that Deontay is being linked with is Anthony Joshua. Does that uh, whet your appetite, Malik? Big time. That's really, if you ask me, that's the only fight I want for Deontay. If we could get Usyk, of course, because he got the belts. You know, I'm, I'm fully with that. I believe that's a six-round fight, under six-round fight for Deontay. Um, but I'm very, very big on Deontay fighting Anthony Joshua. I, I believe that it, it's good, not just for boxing. It's good for so many reasons. Um, um, and it's a treat. It's a treat to society. It's a, it's a treat to culture. It's a treat to not just boxing culture, but... Um, there's a kid in Philadelphia right now. There's a kid that's 14, 11, 12 years old in Washington, D.C. right now. 
in Baltimore. And all of these kids right now is looking up to the Deontes and the Anthony Joshua's and they, and they, they, they can't even fathom themselves being in that position, but they go to the gym every day in hopes and practicing confidence that they can get to a level someday to be in big fights like this. I believe Deontay fighting Anthony jo Joshua is that type of fight that uh, motivates not just um, the little kid in these inner cities that's trying to find a way and make it to the top to provide for their family, but also the businessman that's trying to get to a higher level in his job, the cook just that's just trying to become the best chef, um, the man that sells sports hats that want that want to make the best logo. Like I believe it's just good for not just Boston, it's good for mankind. Um, it'd be a real tragedy um, if this fight doesn't happen. If that's the fight I'm pulling for. Every time someone comes to me and say, what's next for Deontay, I always say I'm hoping Anthony Joshua. So we'll see. Deontay wants to fight. I want to fight. Shelly wants to fight for Deontay. This whole side over here wants to fight. We're going to see what AJ does. Now, the ball is kind of in his court. So we'll see how he's going to take advantage of it. But, you know, we're available and we're ready. What did you make of his return against Jermaine Franklin? Um, I looked at the fight twice, one last night and one two nights after the fight. I thought it was fair. I thought um, uh, once I watched it good, uh, do I think he's right in line to be knocked out by a Wilder? Absolutely. But I also, I've seen so many good things that AJ did. Um, um, but really, I don't know. He doesn't come across as, um, I, I, I like AJ that fought Pavekin, AJ that fought you know, Dylan White the first time, AJ that fought Kulev. That, that AJ doesn't seem that that's there right now. And, um, you know, we'll see, man. You know, we'll see. I don't want to keep, you know, I don't want to, like, the critiqueness and, you know, sometimes my honesty it threatens other people's reality. And I, and I don't want to, I'm not in the mood. It's a good Sunday right now. I'm not in the mood <laughs> to do that anymore. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm talking to you, enjoying my cigar, but... You know, it's no secret that who I believe the baddest man on the planet is. And uh, that's my focus. Yeah, of course. Of course. I know you saw a clip of an interview I did with Carl Frampton. I tagged you in it where he said Deontay Wilder can kill people with his right hand. You see mm -hmm. that? Yes, I did. And I love that type of I love that type of honesty. And I love that type of honesty from other pugilists. That's not even in the heavyweight division, but they but they've seen this game for so long and they could tell the difference between heavy-handed power and, you know, 187 style. And Deontay has, I, I, like, he just do, man. I see what the guy does. I say it over and over. Y'all see what he do with 10 ounces on. I've seen what he done with 20 ounces on to grown men. Humans. And, you know, the result is, 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 is scary at times, you know. Guys got to go to the hospital, ER, you know, you know, snoring out cold, out the ring. Go to ER. More guys have to come in. So, like you know, he just he just the most hardest punch in the history of the sport. You know, anybody that he hits repetitiously over and over and over again. You know, when they get out the ring with him, they're not the same. You're not the same man when you leave. Forget what I'm saying. You have someone like at the highest level, like Tyson Fury, that's very transparent about it. He tell you about the results in, in health and things like that that he go through since three fights with Deontay he know he's not the same he says it so like you know what I mean it is what it is man you know I, I just want these big fights with Deontay he deserve them I, I'm, I'm you know I pray every day for him to become two-time heavyweight champion of the world um as, you know I, I just don't see if he continue to train in how he is and continue to believe in it the system that we got and and, and the things that we want to add on to the system I don't see no one ever beating him again
Do you think he's going to strike fear into the heavyweight division when he comes back? I, I think fear is already there. I think it's something beyond fear that he's going to do when he gets back into the head. Well, he's I can't even say back. Deontay is here right now. It was back before the Hellenius fight. But it was so um, quick. <laughs> the was, I know, I know, I know, because everything everything is systemized now, man. We don't everything we're doing is for a reason. It's going to be done a certain way. You know, we're going to set these guys up and become a landmine to them and make them walk right into the bomb. And that's the whole thing. Um. Uh, um. The heavy. I, I love the state. The, the the stat of the heavyweight division right now. I love the state of the right now. Uh, and I, you know, even though I wanted Joe Joyce, I was in a tough spot last night with Joe Joyce because I wanted Sean George, someone you know who was like a big brother to me coming up in Marquette, Michigan University, get his kudos and flowers for being a good trainer. But he's going against the guy I kind of want to win because I have a relationship with Joe and I always like Joe coming up. So um, the fact that that happened is kind, it's good. It's, 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 you know, Joe lost for, you know, those that wanted Joe to win, but it's good because now we got fresh meat on this level. Like, you know, not that Jang is new, but as far as, you know, stardism and, you know, people in households knowing him, that fight was a start for him right there. So, you know, it's good, man. Real good. Malik, you, you said that uh, Deontay and Usyk, that ends under uh, inside six rounds. Deontay knocks him out inside six rounds. How does he fare with Anthony Joshua? Is it quicker? I believe so. Anthony Joshua is not as defensive-minded defensive as Usyk. He doesn't have the same feet as Alexander Usyk, nor does he have the same reflexes. And he's not as tricky, and he's not as small or lighter. Usyk can last longer. That's why I gave him under six, and I still, you know... I just see I, I just see three rounds with AJ and Deontay. I see see three rounds. And I've been saying that, you know, for quite some time now. And, you know, that's just my predictions, right? In these fights, or my opinion in these fights tomorrow, it has nothing like my 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 things that I don't care about is how people take them. Like because I know I'm not coming from a I'm not saying Deontay can knock out him because AJ's a bad fighter. I do math for fights stylistically when I match them up. You know, I don't even see AJ having good moments. I see Usyk having good moments against Deontay because he's tricky. He hurt and jerk. He could give Deontay. Because now, why would I say that? Because if the Spilkas and Ortiz, who also were Southpaws in light of the world, they had kind of good moments against Deontay because they're Southpaw and it's going to take Deontay a minute to get to him. And Usyk is at the high level. Anybody, those big guys like that, that's six, four, six, five, six, six and over. Calvin Price, Robert Hellenius, um, Ollie Harrison. Just look what Deontay had done to them. The talk, like, you know, Fury got Fury got through. He got through the cracks in, in three basically barn burners. Like, you know what I mean? The second one was, to me, the best fight for Fury. The first one was back and forth, and Deontay had him out cold. And the third one, the trilogy, was the most best entertaining one out of them all. But look at how Deontay handled bigger guys, is what I'm saying. AJ is right there. The only hope that AJ really got is Derrick James, because Derrick James is one of the best trainers in the world. And I really, really like his system. I call it the reality system. It's not flashy. It's not uh, none of the extraness. But what it is, it's extremely, extremely um, imperative. It's very, um, how can I put it? All the things that he teaches, actual reality on what's going to happen on fight night. This is why Errol Spence, has the great system that he has. If you watch Errol Spence on the pads, he does the exact same style on pads and bags when he gets into the ring. They have a system of floor sparring fight. 
Nothing comes in between that. They don't leave sparring in the gym. No, they take everything they do good from sparring and they put it in the fight. And then when they get into the fight, that's where you see the final final masterpiece. And that's why Errol Spence be looking like that. Even the young guy coming up under him. Oh, what's the, what's the, uh, oh, he's one of my, what's the young, come uh, on. Frank Martin? Frank Martin, yes. He's even like that as well. They have a system and it works for him. We're going to see if AJ can, you know, adapt to that system. But like I said, man, it really doesn't matter. You can have all the best trainers you want in your corner or at the same time. How you react after you get hit by Deontay, that's another whole entity. Like, that's a, this is a different thing. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see, man. But um, And we could end up in a position in Saudi Arabia where we uh, next year see Fury Wilder 4 if they both win their fights. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You know, God knows I would love that. Really love that, and I like that, and I want, and I like that a lot too, and I like that with Deontay coming in. Who is this? I think this is uh, hold on, Jarrett Hurd. Yeah, but that's Hurd versus Jason. But I think that was our card. Is that L.A.? Yeah, that's L.A. No. Yeah, that's when we fought Fury the first time. But um, oh, Joyce was um, on that bill actually. Joe Joyce was on that bill against Joyce. Hanks. He stopped. Yeah. He stopped Joe, Joe Hanks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, Abel Sanchez was training Joe at that time. Yeah. And um, but uh, yeah, it's alive and breathing, man. Well, well the heavyweight division is good and everything. So, just before we close off, Malik, uh, what's the update on Gerald Washington? How's he getting along? Ah, uh, Gerald is doing good, man. We've been offered um, um, uh, we're pushing for Frank Sanchez. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we're pushing for Frank Sanchez. Um, we're going to see how that, once again. Just picking this back up with Malik Scott, a bit of a Wi-Fi issues there. You were saying that um, Gerald Washington, uh, yeah, your guy's been offered the Frank Sanchez fight. Tell me about it. Yeah, we, off, we was offered this Frank Sanchez fight. Um, uh, it's a big, big risk, bigger reward. Um, I've accepted it as a trainer. Um, Gerald accepted it. So now we're just waiting for the feedback from the powers that be. Concerning managers, promoters, and networks, and uh, see if we can get it. As you say, a massive reward if you do, if you do beat Frank Sanchez, then you're right in the mix at the top uh, with Gerald. Absolutely, absolutely. And the heavyweight division—that—that—that—that—that's that, that, the sexiness of the heavyweight division because you look at a guy like Jane. People would have seen him in Forrest fight and said, especially him and Jane fight. Even though, uh, uh, uh not Jane, uh, him and um, uh, Hagovic fight was another. I, I'm very big on Hagerbeck. A lot of people are not because of his Zhang fight. But um, people look at Zhang and look at Forrest fight and say, oh, he could never beat Joe Joyce. So look at Zhang when he fought uh, Philip and say, ah. But look what happened yesterday. He fought Joe Joyce better than he fought anybody ever in his career. And I believe Drew Washington, he has that type of mentality. He definitely has the physics and the strength to do it. It's the mentality that um, I've been working on. And the mentality has changed now. You know, you know, he's ready to show off everything that he that he's learned, not from me, but also learned about himself. And um, I'm proud of him. He works hard every day, and um, he drills every day, and he wants to learn. He's always seeking. He's always seeking on what can make him better, and that that's like you know, kid in the candy store for a trainer like myself. Well, hopefully for you guys, you can go and secure that fight with Frank Sanchez, and uh, once you do, we'll definitely have a. Another catch up. Always make time for IFL TV, Malik. So really appreciate it, and uh, absolutely, brother. Get some uh, big news on Deontay Wilder as well. Yeah, absolutely. Keep in contact, Omar. I got you, brother. Thank you, Malik. Take care. God bless. God bless, man. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.